Yo. What's happening? What is going on? Episode 39? Yes, sir. 39er. Not bad, not bad. Here we are on a beautiful hump day evening. Yeah, weird day today. Yeah? Yeah, I just, I don't know. I'm done with traveling. (laughs) I don't blame you. Traveling sucks. I don't normally mind it. I I think I've found like, and I've kind of always been this way, which explains a lot. But recently it's been like medicated by me, like having a phone and entertaining myself that way. But like, if I'm not interested in something, I just don't give a rat's ass. (laughs) And I've been that way ever since school. Like when school was easy, like that's why I got in trouble. Yeah. Because it was boring. So I and other things were not okay with everybody. And but yeah, you've if I was challenged and been hard, and it's something that's hard and like I have to like use my brain. Yeah. I'm fine. But yeah, this is just brutal down here. <laughs> How's the weather down there? Uh chilly in the mornings. It was in the fifties today though, so it was pretty nice. Yeah. That's nice. That's sweet. So I uh, I got a new cellu- cellular device. Yes, I did. I went with the I went with the big guns. I went well, not big guns. I went with the iPhone 11 Pro, not the Max though. Not not the Pro Max Maximus. No, I couldn't bring myself to go with that giant thing. Did you test the pocket fit? I didn't on the Max. But I saw a guy there with it, and I don't. I don't think it would fit. I, I even think like, so I went to. I have the eleven for my work phone, but when I needed to upgrade my personal phone, I was switching services, and they're like, "Hey, we'll give you a free iPhone XR," and I was like, "Well, that sounds fine to me. Yeah, I like free things." And so I was like, sure, I'll try it out. And worst case scenario, I trade it in for a phone and get the 11 Pro. And the thing I don't like about it is it's still like just a little too, my hands are just a little too small yeah, for the phone. Like to be able to comfortably use it one-handed and reach everywhere. Yeah. It's, yeah. A, it's a great, it's a huge trade-off. Like, do I want to be able to reach everything on my phone so I can text one-handed? Or do I want to be able to like watch things on my phone? Yeah, see, that's why I one I like the regular size, even though the regular size is still a little bit bigger than the iPhone eight that I had. Yeah, um, the <clears throat> I can still text with one with with my thumb if need be for the most part, um, and it fits in my pocket. Yeah, so. Those are two major things. I did not go with an OtterBox case. And how how is that? So far, I like it. It takes a little getting used to. Um, 
just because the the OtterBox had that rubber outside where um, it was it had some grip to it. You know what I mean? And yeah. uh, the Pelican, which is the one I I went with, um, is it's like a it's still got a little bit of grip to it, but it's plastic on the outside. Um, so <clears throat> it's just it's a little bit different, but it's just as rugged. I think it looks good. It's Pelican. They make pretty good shit. So, um, and it was just as expensive as, I mean, it wasn't like it was any cheaper or more expensive than the Otter box. They just were out of the Otter boxes, the defender case that I wanted and wouldn't have them for a while. So I went with yeah. this and I didn't want to leave there without a case on the phone. Because you'd walk out and just fumble it across the parking lot. Yeah. And then the other thing is that's different with the Pelican is it doesn't have the built-in screen protector like the OtterBox. Yep. So I now have one of those tempered glass screen protectors, which is I've never, which is new to me. So we'll see how I like that. Yeah, I cracked. I cracked my first one. They uh, they say the the one that I went with. So this is. I'm it, for every sense of the word, I am a fucking old when it comes to cell phones. You know, as far as like the technology, I know how to run a like a smartphone and stuff like that, but like the different accessories and shit that's all available for it, I don't know what the differences are. So the guy was yeah. talking to me about this screen protector and this one versus it goes from edge to edge on the phone. So versus just the edge of the screen. Yeah. So supposedly it's supposed to be better if you drop it on, especially with this case, because the edges are actually covered by the case. If that makes makes sense. Yeah. But either way, I got a new phone. I like it. As far as the features, I'm getting used to the no home button thing. Yeah. um, Where it's just the slide up. And then the facial recognition and uh, trying not to drop it on my face when I'm looking at my phone in bed. Yeah, that hurts. Yes, it very much so does it hurt. I clocked myself right right in the fucking eye the first night I had it. See, I don't mind. uh, I'd take it. I'd rather have it hit me in the eye than the bridge of the nose and make you start tearing up and crying like a little bitch. Well, luckily I have. So what happened was, is I wear, I wear that CPAP machine. So the bridge of my nose is protected, but it also is a deflector and it deflected it directly into my eyeball. And so I'm holding the phone, laying in bed, holding it above my face. And I've got, I've got a, a firm grip on the phone. We'll call it that. It's not, you know, it's not Kung Fu grip it is, and I'm not holding it loosely, but when yeah. it, when it slipped out because of that firm grip, I had it like it slipped out it with force and hit the bridge of my nose, plastic piece, and then right into the eye. And it was loud enough where my wife woke up out of a dead sleep and cracked her back <laughs> because it startled her so much. 
Well, she so. was worried about you. That's nice. <laughs> yeah, it was. It, well, I don't know if worried. It was more of like, what the fuck was that? Yeah. And I'm How like, the fuck I'm, you waking me up? I'm okay. Don't worry. I just yeah. punched myself in the face of the, of the cellular phone. I'll be fine. Don't worry about it. <laughs> well, I guess just getting out of the way, Kobe. Oh, that is, you know, man, I, I don't think like internally it hurt for me and, yeah. I, and I'm still trying to process it because like you, like you said in your tweet, it, you never felt more pain for someone that you've never met in your life. Like passing. Yeah, and, and it's not, and it's, uh, for me personally, it was different just because I didn't watch basketball. Yeah, same I've here. I've never watched basketball. And, I mean, I respected him as like a competitor and as, you know, a leader. And that's where, like, you know, you always see great quotes from him. You saw, you know, great leadership skills from him. But it was never like, oh, did you see Kobe drop fucking 40 last night? Like, no, I was not watching basketball. Exactly. There's nothing less in the world I would rather watch, except maybe baseball. I'm not sure at this point. (laughs) Like, I... It's it's wild. It's still so tough to process because, you know, he was... What was he in his forties? Forty-one. Forty-one. You know, still had a promising career and the things he was doing, and his family. You know, still lost his daughter. His daughter passed away with him, and then his now his three other daughters and his wife are left without a father. It's yeah. I think that's where it, I don't know if that's where it got me the worst was like. You know, just being in that type, like, sort of sickly, like, thinking what he must have been thinking as that fucking thing going down. Like, it brings it. Yeah. You know, it, it, it takes it, you know, you think of Kobe and, you know, back through our lives with him. And it, it was always, he was such a, you know, almost like a immortal figure, you know, because he was so just, he was a great basketball player or whatever. He was, you know, something that we would never be almost like he was immortal. Like it was not real yeah, life. I mean, he's and definitely that, one once in a generation type athlete and type human. I mean, realistically. And then, and then this happens and it brings it down to such a, it brings it down to such a humane or human level it makes it real. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, I, the way I look at it, you know, it was, I probably watched more coverage of Kobe and everything after his life. I mean, I sat there for almost five hours just watching the coverage on ESPN and everywhere uh, the night on Sunday night when it happened, yeah, and it was like the night before I'm going to get on a plane. Like, I'm not superstitious and all, but I don't really need to have people fucking talking about planes crashing and helicopters crashing. Yeah, the day before, but I just I couldn't stop watching it. 
and I mean, just the emotional pour out. I watched last night. TNT had a special, and Shaq talked. Oh, and that was like that was one of the hardest things I've ever watched. Like, you know, talk about someone that you know is larger than life. Dude's yeah. literally a fucking freak. Um, I don't know. It hit me fucking wicked hard. Like, yeah. almost. I mean, there's. I've been fortunate to only lose a few people in my life where, you know, like an adult life. Yeah. Um, you know, I, where I would consider I have like emotions yeah. um, or, or like a recollection, you know, and that's probably the third worst, you know, death and it's the furthest thing ever away from me like yeah you know what i mean that was that was the thing that like there a point like when i was writing that tweet i was a fucking mess yeah and it was just and i'm on a fucking airplane I'm like <clears throat> and it's just like i can't believe someone like this has made me feel like this and it's like okay and it kind of get makes you go introspective and it's like well you know who do I talk to every day or have I had a conversation with where I've made an impression and like, was it a good impression or a bad impression? And you hear all these people coming out and talking about him. And it's like, he, you know, the amount of stuff he did behind the scenes yeah. and it's like, and just his work ethic as a human, as a father, as a athlete. And it's like, I'm a lazy motherfucker. <laughs> like, dude, it made me get up. Like I was up. Before my alarm to go to the airport, I've been up every day working out, and it's just like it kind of gave you like that renewed, like inward look, like God damn, yeah. And you know, to to have it go out on the way he was taking, you know, I forget her name. Um, let me find it. I retweeted it yesterday. It was the lady from fucking ESPN that. uh She's the one that started the girl dad trending. Yeah. Um, oh, where is that it? Her name? I mean, there was there was a Red Sox scout on that on that play, and there was Kobe's daughter. There was. Yeah. Just. I mean, there's crazy. definitely. I, so that's something else I want to talk about, though, just because it's sort of annoying where like all these people coming out and being like, don't you forget about the other people and blah, blah, blah. Like, it, listen, we're not celebrating the fact that these fucking people were on that helicopter, too. But uh, not to sound condescending, but they weren't Kobe Bryant. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, I get it. Like. And you see it anytime like a star is involved with like a car crash or, a, yeah. you know, a, de- a near death experience or a death experience. Like, OK, yes, there were other people on that. And obviously nobody wants to see someone get killed in a helicopter crash. But yeah. it's not like we're sitting there being like, oh, Kobe's the only one that mattered on that flight and his daughter. Like, no, it's. Fucking. I feel for you, but the whole nation is going to talk about the most prolific basketball player of the last 20 years. Yeah. And, or almost 30 years. It's like, fuck off. Um, Ellie Duncan. Yeah. E L L E Duncan was her name. And the story she 
she did a video and it was just fucking gut wrenching, especially being a father of girls. Yeah. Um, but yeah, anyways, let's move to something fucking much happier before I go back and being depressed. Yeah, let's go. Let's go. Um, fuck work notes. Don't need those podcast notes. Um, oh, Hey, I got a random, random trivia question for you. What do you got? Where do you think Haagen-Dazs came from? Like, like the ice cream. Where do you think it was invented? Where do you think it was spawned from? I would go like Sweden or Switzerland. A normal thinking human would, wouldn't they? Yeah. <laughs> Jersey. Jersey. New Jersey. The dude that invented Haagen-Dazs ice cream picked the name because it was like, it sounded, you know, fancy. Yeah, I guess he's not right. My whole whole world has been a lie because I used to think Haagen-Dazs ice cream was the fucking most, you know, fucking sought after ice cream in the world yeah where it's kind of trash if you ask me i mean it it uh there's stuff in the freezer section is pretty decent i've had some good hagen yeah but as far as like i mean if you if you're gonna buy a pint of ice cream i can see it but you know i'm not gonna sought i'm not gonna seek out a place that's serving Haagen-Dazs ice cream on a cone. You know what I mean? No. Which apparently there's a lot of those in North Carolina because I just Googled it. But I'm sorry. They were founded in Brooklyn, New York. Not New Jersey, but still. Yeah. That's kind of false advertising, if you ask me. Oh, shit. Because I remember seeing Haagen-Dazs ice cream in London when I was there um, on a soccer trip. Yeah. And it was like, oh, that's fucking, that's pretty bougie right there. No, just came from the fucking trash hole of fucking New Jersey, New York. (laughs) Like, fuck. Yeah, that's crazy. That Uh, was my one. Speaking of ice cream, have you seen the new ice cream flavors that are coming out? Cinnamon Toast Crunch? Yeah. And what was the other one? Lucky Lucky Charms? Charms. You seem real juiced about Lucky Charms. Well, you know, I, <laughs> I'm a I'm a name. I don't mind Lucky Charms, Cinnamon Toast Crunch ice cream. That sounds pretty good, and I'm not a big ice cream fan. I'm a big, as weird as it sounds. I don't know if you've tried it, but the Halo Top, where it's like you can eat the whole pint because yeah. it's only like fucking twenty six calories. Dude, I fucking love them. Like, I don't know. My I'm wife not a huge likes those. I'm, I am a huge ice cream guy when I have those. Like, I'll crush, like, a pint a day yeah. if I could keep them stocked. But it's not, like, something – I don't know. I'm not like my father. My father is fucking insane when it comes to ice yeah. cream. It's really just – He's like an ice cream holic. He has a problem. Yeah. Um, I mean, that, that's how they got through their road trip. <laughs> just my parents, my parents drive across the entire fucking country. Halfway, my mom's like, I'm going to kill your father. 
<laughs> get him so some we'll ice get cream. him a snack. Get him a fucking ice cream around three thirty, four o'clock every day. Then they had the best fucking road trip they've ever had in their life. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think I got to get some of that cinnamon toast crunch ice cream because the best part about it for me is going to be the fact my wife's allergic to cinnamon. Oh, that's so, too bad. <laughs> so I know for sure, unless she wants to risk anaphylactic shock, that uh, be careful though, because she might buy you like toasty cumin fucking bread ice cream if she can find it, just because it's not name brand. <laughs> Did I tell you what happened with our nephew? So he. <laughs> He comes over to our house on Thursday and Friday mornings and um, she bought him not name brand Lucky Charms. And I think they're like, I forget what they're called. It's it, it's not even like, it, it, you couldn't even, it, it's ridiculous. It's nothing close to Lucky Charms, but it's a, it's a, it's an off brand. And yeah. So I was getting Ter- I was terrific trinkets. Yeah. <laughs> I was brushing my teeth or something and he came in, and he's like, I gotta I gotta uh, blow my nose or something like that. And I said, You gonna have some breakfast? He says, Yeah, I'm gonna have some cereal. I was like, Yeah, you must not be very important to Auntie because she didn't get you name brand cereal. Same here, <laughs> pal. <laughs> I was I was like, I know exactly how you feel. <laughs> and uh, it was funny. And he's like, no, I like it. I'm like, yeah, I guess he probably just never had real Lucky Charms before. <clears throat> but I'm, I actually had uh, the the Honey Nut Cheerios you got me yesterday morning. Oh, did you? I nice little sealed, sealed package of them. Yeah, I had them at work as a snack. It was, uh, they were nice. Yeah, you know. All right. So while we're on the food subject, yep. You have to pick one condiment for the rest of your life. What are you picking? Barbecue sauce. See, I was going that or ranch. I'm a big ranch Be- guy. Well, the only reason here, my here's my logic. Well, and I need some clarification. Is a salad dressing a condiment? I think it technically is. Yeah. I don't know, though. So, really, if you go barbecue, so I love, I, I've been crushing a lot of salads lately. Yeah. Trying to keep the carbs lower. Yeah. I don't know if I could do barbecue sauce on a salad. Yeah, I don't think I could do that either. Now, a buttermilk, like ranch, barbecue sauce, so- like, bar- I don't know. Do they make a barbecue? They've got some crazy ranch flavors out there. So a barbecue ranch really probably would be pretty delicious. Yeah. But I think I go ranch. Like it's just an overall you can fucking put it on anything. Yeah. Except for buffalo wings. You do not put ranch on buffalo wings. Well, no, if you have the option of blue cheese, obviously not. But, but if I guess if it's one condiment for the rest of your life. Yeah, I'm not going fucking blue cheese for everything. Ranch is pretty universal Although, now that you think of it. It really is. You could, you could put ranch Salads, on. pizza, chicken, steak. You could put ranch pasta. on a hot dog. That might be. I don't know about that. Yeah. Ah, I suppose my kids do it all the time. Fuck it. 
You could put ranch on a on a brat. My kids also dip popcorn in ketchup, so let's Yeah, see that that's... They're fucking heathens. I I don't know what to say about it. I mean, they're young. I'll give them that, but that shit's got to stop. Like, but when they get like to seven, eight years old, somebody's got to step in. I mean, I will say it doesn't taste terrible because I was handed one, and you don't turn down food from a three-year-old when they're giving it out. Otherwise, you're just a <sighs> you're a, you're a monster. <laughs> yeah. So I did try one and it wasn't absolutely terrible, but yeah. it was definitely not something I want to do every day. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm not so, gonna put I'm not a big I mean I'll I'll use rich, but I think I'm going barbecue sauce. I mean barbecue sauce is very very flexible. Yeah. I prefer it on most things. I'll even put barbecue sauce on like potatoes. Yep. That's that's good. Yeah. I've or, even uh, had it like on rice. You know, you do a little drizzle yeah. of barbecue sauce over the rice. Helps it stick a little bit more. So you're not chasing yeah. a bunch of rice all over the place. Man, how so, do people eat rice with chopsticks? That's one I've got no fucking idea. That's why every Chinese person you meet for the most part is a, you know, weighs twenty five pounds. Maybe that's what I'll do. I'll start carrying my own chopsticks. I'm actually yeah. pretty good with chopsticks. I am not. Every time, did I tell you the story about how I learned how to use chopsticks efficiently? No. You use them as like well, a, you're supposed to use them as like a shovel, right? Almost. Well, with rice, yes. Yeah. I mean, there's no other way to do it. Which, out of all the people for as judgment, this is never mind. I'm not going to go down there because it was going to get. Slight racial undertones. <laughs> but people that eat with chopsticks on a regular basis look like goddamn animals when they're eating. That's what, that's what I'll leave it at. Yeah. It's just like a straight shovel. Like you're using a knife in a fucking bowl and just shoveling food into your face. Yeah. Whereas, like, I only use really chopsticks for like sushi. Yeah. But I've never had sushi. So. Yeah, well, you've got some restrictions there that make it a little harder do to they, enjoy. Do, do they make sushi that you that's like not seafood? Oh yeah, I heard somebody say like a cucumber roll, California roll. It's like cucumber, cream cheese, and fucking carrot. I think it's actually pretty good. I'm not gonna say that doesn't sound too bad. I mean, I tried pineapple on a pizza and liked it. Maybe I'd. Yeah, you can do the. I mean, they have vegetarian ones. Not saying that like you have to be vegan or anything, but they have vegetarian veggie rolls and like veggie style. I've also actually had some with uh, chilled, like medium rare steak. Ooh. That was one of the best sushi rolls I've ever had in my life because it's like two of my favorite things in the world: steak and sushi. Yeah, it's almost um, like beef jerky and Mountain Dew. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I no, we... I I learned I learned how to use chopsticks blacked out one night. All right. I was at uh Dropkick Murphy's on St. Patty's Day. I love this story. I have heard this, but tell it for the folks at home. This is one of my favorites. 
So me and my college roommate. <laughs> and this is this is when we went to the aquarium the next day. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Worst decision in my life. Oh, oh, this is so we great. got we got tickets to the Dropkick show on St. Patty's Day. For those not familiar with Dropkick Murphys, Boston Irish punk band, basically. Um, so we get down to Boston, get checked into our hotel, happen to be walking distance. Good idea. Uh, we end up going to, they have their own bar in Boston. So we go to their bar to pregame before the show, as you can imagine, slightly busy. Yeah. We find out they make a shot called a baby Guinness, which is Patron XO Cafe. The coffee flavored Patron and Bailey's floated on top. Looks just like a little tiny Guinness. It is delicious. It is phenomenal. Probably one of my top five favorite shots in the world. Uh, We proceed to hammer down. I don't remember how many. I remember getting to the concert. We were very early because there's no line at the bar. I remember getting in a mosh pit, getting thrown out of a mosh pit over two guys. I'm not out. And this is like one year out of college. So I hadn't really gotten up to my fighting weight of today. A little bit lighter. And yeah. uh, I got ragdolled. Um, this huge dude just picked me up, like just like grabbed onto my shoulder and picked me up. Like not using an arm, not you no, just like palmed my shoulder. And picked me up and like looked at me and was like, you good? And I was like, yep. And he goes, good. And just shoved me right back in. I was like, oh, fuck, here we go. <laughs> and then the night goes to a blur. And we time traveled. Yeah. Waking up briefly for a nice evening stroll past Fenway Park. In the middle of March in Boston. A little chilly. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, I'm at a PF Chang's slamming sesame chicken. This is both. with <laughs> with chopsticks. <laughs> I distinctly remember, like, I, I know binge drinking is bad and drinking and blacking out is bad for you. But if you've ever done it long enough to co- and like stayed awake enough to come out of it. It was the weirdest sensation I've ever had. It was just like coming. It was like coming into a video game mid fucking game. Yeah. And it's like, what's happening here? Oh, oh, we have chopsticks. Oh, we're eating with what the fuck is happening? Like, how <laughs> did we pick up this? <laughs> I remember seeing you that morning. Like we met at the, at the, uh, the aquarium or whatever. And you were like, I remember coming to it at PF Chang's and I was using chopsticks. I've yeah. never used chopsticks before. I mean, I've always tried and fucked around with it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like you always try like growing up. I mean, I was 22, 21, 22 at the time, but I was like slaying it with chopsticks, like no problem eating the rice and the chicken together. Like I had no idea what was happening. That was also the same we were at the IMAX. We went to that IMAX movie or whatever at the aquarium or the 3D yeah. IMAX. And 
they had those water snakes and the water snakes and, and, <laughs> and you ran your fingers like up my neck during the thing and I <laughs> lost it. <laughs> I forgot all about that. Oh, oh my god. For the folks at home, I am definitely afraid of snakes. Not a big reptile fan. No. Well, I don't like them, but I'll play with them. When I heard that those iguanas were falling out of trees in Florida and people were picking them up and bringing them inside their house, I'm like, why would anybody do that? A friend of mine, I, that was actually true. That yeah. was actually happening in the Keys. Friends of mine were sending pictures and like their Instagram stories were just videos of iguanas falling. It was the funniest fucking thing I've ever seen. Imagine just driving down the road and all of a sudden an iguana slams into your friggin' windshield. Help me, help me! (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Uh, There's some big iguanas. I would not probably appreciate that. Yeah, do I. So, speaking of Technology going back, a little callback. Yeah. Um, I was hoping I would have them by tonight. I won't. I'll have them for next week's. But I ordered AirPods. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that guy. Oh man. So I lost. I had Raycons, which Ray J. Shout out to Ray J. They did me good for like a solid year and a half. Yeah. Um, they had a couple little issues overall was happy with them, but every now and then when I'd be in an airport because of, you know, everyone's got Wi-Fi, everyone's got Bluetooth on, there's so much like cell phone traffic in an airport, which is just mind blowing. Cause yeah. you, I mean, it's, it's a small concentration of a shitload of people all trying to ignore everyone else. Um, they drop out like one would drop out randomly. Yeah. And it was kind of annoying, but I was charging them on my way down on the bus in the morning because I forgot to, I normally plug them in the night before I leave. Yeah. So they're full. And when I got on the bus, I looked at the charger or I plugged them in and because C&J Trailways, shout out, except you fuckers stole my earbuds. Um, they got plugs on the bus. So I plugged them in. Well, I rode down and charged the case up. And when I got to Logan, I remember I have the cord that I was charging the case with, which is the most infuriating part about this whole thing. Yeah. And I think what happened was when I unplugged them, I left them on the seat next to me and then just got up with my bag or I had set them on my bag, not in my bag. Yeah. And they went flying or something. And yeah. So they went missing on Sunday, which then meant I flew with regular corded earbuds which i don't hate but i really do like the bluetooth especially traveling and stuff yeah not to have a cord you'd think of as much as a cell phone costs nowadays they'd throw them in that they give you that like they would come standard with a pair of ipods I I ear pods or whatever they are, AirPods, AirPods. Yeah, I mean, especially like if you're buying like the 11 Max or 11 Pro Max, like yeah, that's a fucking sixteen hundred dollar phone or whatever. Like yeah, 
you got some overhead there, bud, to fucking toss me some fucking AirPods. I'm not even going to ask for the AirPod Pros. Just give me the regular ones. Give me the last year's model. I don't really give a fuck. Yeah, I'm you know, they had, like, the only, like, we asked if there was any deals going on, like, you get a free iPad or a free Apple Watch or, or, or something like that. And, um, they're like, well, if you buy three accessories, you get 20% off. And we're like, okay, well, I'm going to need a case and I'm going to need a screen protector. So there's two. And we were looking around for what we could, Mandy's like, well, I don't really want this loopy case anymore. Um, so do you have pop sockets? And he's like, yeah, we got pop sockets. So then you can get one of these holders to go in your car that you just hook the pop socket into. And, yeah. um, He's like, oh, you saved a bunch. You pretty much got this pop socket holder for free. Like, how much is that? And he goes, like, three bucks. <laughs> I'm like, oh, yeah. Sweet. And it was just, it was, it was funny. But the kid was nice. And was that at the, the, um, ATT store? Yeah. I fucking hate that company. So <laughs> the, uh, the funny thing is the guy I bought my first iPhone off of with you that time was there. Yeah. And um, so we we were out running around. We had to run some errands, went down to the Seabrook um, or to Hampton to look at a place that my parents are thinking about looking more yeah. into, moving into. So we went to breakfast. We went and checked that out. And then, like, I drove through Seabrook. And we, like, right across from the plant pretty much, there's – there's an ATT store or yeah, it's actually on the same side of the road. Um, so it was, it was like 10 50 when we pulled into the parking lot, they opened at 11. There was already three or four old men standing outside the door at the ATT store waiting for her to open. And one of them had a flip phone. No oh boy. So you knew you were in for a long haul. If yeah. You hung around. So we're sitting there, and they open up, and we go in, and we walk in, and the first words out of the girl working at AT&T was like, I'm super busy. It's going to be a while. I'm all by myself. See ya. And we're like, yeah, we're, thank you. We'll be, we'll be back. And the whole time, this old guy's like, I don't have any minutes left on my phone. How do I get more minutes? She's like, well, you have to call 611. He's like, it used to be 411. So <laughs> we're Try like, 911. Those minutes are free, bud. So I'm like, let's, we'll just, we got in the truck and we got a 95 and just went to the one in Portsmouth where I've been. And I was out of there in an hour with a new cell phone. Yeah. We did, uh, I just, I hate all cell phone companies. Really is what it's breaking down. It's a to. racket. And you know what's going to be even worse is this whole streaming thing. Oh, I got uh, a theory on that. The prices, are, it's just going to be like cable. The prices are going to get higher and higher and higher. And then all of a sudden, cable's going to be like, hey, come back to us. It's cheaper. And then that'll well, happen. See, what's, gonna, what's happening and what I've started noticing is so like DirecTV and even like Spectrum or 
Time Warner, whatever you want to call them, Comcast too, all had streaming services, right? Yeah. Now all these companies are coming out with their own platforms. So it's like if you're a huge sports person, you just get ESPN Plus. Yeah. Or, you know, or if you love movies, you can get ESPN Plus and Netflix and you're still paying like $190,000 less than cable. Yeah. Because cable is outrageous. And but you still had streaming platforms like Netflix and Hulu that would do TV and even direct TV now, like which is what I currently use, which I'm probably going to get rid of, but they had like the major networks. Now you're seeing like Disney plus breaking off. Yeah. You know, how long is it for ABC and CBS break off on? And so now instead, and it, it's going to be kind of cool because it's kind of what everyone's always kind of asked for, where it was like, give me what I just want. Like yeah. give me a menu and let me be able to pick from it. Except now it's going to be like, oh, you've got 43 logins for fucking all these different streaming services because it's like, oh, well, the wife wants to watch HGTV, so we got to buy HGTV Plus. Yeah. And then, well, I want to watch the History Channel to watch them dig a hole in fucking Newfoundland and not find anything. So, all right, well, that's another fucking $3 a month. You know, I just think it's going to be, it's going to be death by a thousand paper cuts. Yeah. Like we have YouTube TV, which is. It's essentially cable, but it's streaming and there's movies and shit on it. And then we have Netflix. Right. And then we have Disney Plus. Yeah. <laughs> it's but we have one of those Roku's. Right. So, uh, I've I've got a Amazon Fire Stick and also an Apple TV. Yeah. So we've got Apple fucking TV. We've got Hulu. We've got which shout out to my cousin because I stole his Hulu password. Um, Netflix. We've got Disney Plus. We've got... Fuck, what else do we have? We got something else. Oh, the AT&T now, Netflix. It's just... Yeah, like it's we, like I have seven fucking apps on my fucking TV. Yeah. We have the YouTube TV, the the everything... The funny thing is, friend of the show, Fred Levine, my father-in-law, um, he has all those things on his TV logged in from our... The only thing that he has on his own is his own Netflix. And we were talking about like all the different stuff that we have one day at their house, and he's like, that's how much all that stuff's costed me? And Mandy's like, well, actually it doesn't cost you anything because it's, you just use our passwords. Yeah. <laughs> and he's like, Oh, well, so actually, Fred, <laughs> while we're on it, divide that by two. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> yeah. On the 15th of every month, I'll like that. Yeah. <laughs> but now nah, we just, no, I know. <laughs> but then like you, you see places like the zone, right? Yeah. So, like all the fights are going to be on the zone. Which ESPN did a little pulled a little dirty where they're like, "Oh, get ESPN Plus for the fucking for the McGregor fight." Yeah, and then you got to pay for the to, fight. You, you still got to buy the pay per view because I almost I almost pulled the trigger on ESPN Plus yeah. for that fight. Instead, used the mighty Google machine and maybe found a stream illegally, allegedly. Yeah. Why not? I mean, for sixty bucks for forty seconds. Yeah. Right. 
I mean, you did have all the undercard fights and everything, yeah. but you know, like the zones doing their thing. I think you're going to see like more exclusive content and more packages with like the NFL network. Yep. And you know, the NBA and all this, like, I, I don't know. And speaking of the sports media world, big news for Barstool. Right. Fuck. Holy shit. I saw that this, uh, this this morning, I was I watched the video. I was like, "That's just that's that outrageous." Is, yeah, I mean, and like, not to like be like, "Oh, I was one of the OGs," but like, I can remember in like 2009 reading Barstool, like 2009, 2010, some like a little bit in college, but more like right after college. Yeah. Being like, these guys are hilarious. Like, I love it. And, like, always following along. Like, falling off a little bit here and there. But, like, they took over the spot in which I was, you know, it was the chive for the longest time for me. Yeah. Like, I think everyone kind of our age was obsessed with the chive. Yep. Like, I don't know. And that was the website. And then one of the guys I worked with was like, you got to check out Barstool. And I was like, well... And I started, and then I was like, I don't know. And then I was like, all right, I'm in. Like, I've got a ton of Barstool merchandise. When they signed McAfee, I mean, that's how I found McAfee. Yeah. You know, and I mean, not found him as in knowing him, but, like, his personality. Like, he's the reason. Fuck, he's the reason, you know, we started a podcast. Yeah. Ultimately. And, you know, when they had him, I think that was awesome. I think... I can still see them doing something with him, yeah, potentially, but I don't know. He's the $450 million valuation of that company is just that is just unreal, unbelievable, unreal. I mean, good for Dave, yeah, just it's to think that it, it came from his. Parents' basement, man. Yeah. I mean, it's truly like Barstool Sports is truly the American dream. Yeah. Like, as much as people want to say it's, you know, fucking sexist and all this other horse shit, which it's clearly not. I mean, it's pretty impressive when the CFO, the CEO, the CRO, the head of marketing, the head of content are all females. Yeah. Like, I mean, we've talked about it before, like, you know, at ad nauseum, really. But to see what they're doing, the way they're doing it, I mean, to go from a $10 million to or $15 million valuation to 450 in three years is... It's unreal. You're doing something right. You're doing something right. Yeah, and uh, it's... Yeah. It's just, I mean, you watch just the, just the, like the videos alone that they create now with it and the XM serious XM partnership. And I mean, he really is taking that company to the moon. Yeah. The one thing I do find, and I don't know if anyone else feels this way, but like there's people that I'd like to consume their content. Like I love KFC. I love him and Feidelberg. KFC radio is one of my favorite podcasts to listen to. Yeah. 
Um, the I like I like the Podfathers. I kind of stopped listening when they stopped putting out as many, and I, I just haven't gotten back into it. But it sounds like they've kind of relaunched, so I really want to go back and read and listen to some of those. Yeah. Um, I like the Zero Blog Thirty guys. Yeah. Um, and I like some of the writers, but I feel like right now, like there's just so much content they put out. Like it's kind of hard. Like some stuff, some good stuff is getting definitely missed. Yeah. And it was funny. I don't know if you read Erica Nardini, her, uh, the blog she wrote about it all today, but she was like, I cannot find someone that can analyze the amount of traffic and the amount of data that we, you know, that we do in a month, like, uh, like, you know, talk about all the metrics and everything like, because, you know, yeah, there's companies out there that can do it for, you know, print subscriptions or, you know, for like a blog site, but the amount of videos, digital, serious X, just the amount of mediums that they cover. Yeah. And, the amount of views and everything that they're getting on all that it's just it's fucking mind-blowing yeah i don't know how many times like you see a video on barstool and then you see it a hundred more times from people sharing it right you know it's it's crazy and Portnoy had some pretty good lines today where he's like, I have, I now have unlimited money. Yeah. Like, he's like, I'm at the point where I have unlimited money. And it's like, that's got to be such a fucking, I mean, it's been pretty cool. I mean, you can't say he didn't work his ass off to get to where he yeah. is. Like, like he could do anything he wants. He like, he could start and fail a business and not even think about it. Right, you know, like spend a billion dollars on something and have it not work out, and just like scratch it. Yeah, I can't imagine what his fucking unit price is right now for gambling. Yeah, yeah. I wonder how much, like, how much KFC makes in those guys, like Feilberg. KFC put out a blog today that was basically like. He, he was saying he didn't know how much like he would actually make. Yeah. It was like, I used to love his writing. He's a very good writer. Yeah. I liked his blogging more than the podcast, but I ended up going back to like, he stopped blogging basically. Yeah. But, um, he, uh, let me see if I can find it. Oh boy, can't fucking watch that. Vanessa Bryant oh. put up a post. Um, no, so he was like, <clears throat> he went through like his whole history of how he got started at fucking Barstool and everything. It was very, very, very well written. Um, but at the end of it, I forget where it was. Um, let me try and find it. Um, but he was basically like my kids um, 
my kids' college is paid for. Fucking my my parents are getting a new house. They're getting out of their apartment. Like just basically like talking and just being like, I can't fucking believe this actually happened because you know when those guys took a chance, like he was making twenty five k cash under the table to write. Yeah, you know, like to just to gamble on yourself like that is just you don't yeah. hear it working out very often and to like to be following since i remember when they signed kfc like yeah it's been pretty fucking wild yeah um, pretty cool to see no doubt it's definitely i don't know and i think they i miss i i'm glad we get to watch pat on his own platform now but I can only, yeah. but I can only imagine the things they'd be doing if they were still with Barstool. But you got to respect Pat for him sticking to his guns and and doing what he's going to do, and he's doing great at it. You know, he's busting his ass, and and he's in in less words, he's you know kind of he's a Dave Portnoy story as well. You know, he, he I a, think yeah, as far as his business goes. Well, and I think his media presence is going to far exceed Barstool's. Yeah. Just because, I mean, Barstool has really taken, I mean, with the exception of, like, they do have an in with the MLB. They do have an in with some of the NBA. Not really. Yeah. Um. And obviously with the NHL, they've got a great partnership with like biz nasty and yeah. everyone but not having that access and maybe something will change down the road but like as of right now like the nfl access is fucking denied yeah and i mean yeah they're still getting some guys to come on the show and stuff but like pat's gonna be at radio row no problems no issues yeah. like that's like he wouldn't have been able to be there if if he was I think he would have been. I don't think he would have been under the barstool umbrella yeah. to go. Um, I don't know. But I think his access to the NFL and just the amount of trust that he's got a very interesting interview style where it does feel like guys, it's very Howard Stern-esque where yeah. guys open up more than they would normally to anyone else. Yep. And, like, you hear it when guys, you know, are like, hey, P-Mac. Like, it's still like they're sh- shooting the shit with one of their boys. Yep. And not really thinking about centering themselves because it is a media engagement. That's so. like I've I've been trying to work on <clears throat> because, obviously, we want to do – we want to talk to more people. And, and you and I both listen to a lot of podcasts, and you, and you pick up a lot of different stuff. And his style of interviewing with the way he's just so natural about it. It's so organic. It's a, it's a conversation, you know, that type of thing. And then, and then you listen to some other guys like, you know, you listen to Jocko or there's a couple other guys that I listen to when they interview, it's still a great interview, but their styles are, it's just different, you know. Jocko's obviously interviewing different people, 
Um, right. And then like, I've started listening to another podcast with Dakota Meyer, who I heard through Joe Rogan and through um, uh, Jocko. And he's, he's just kind of getting started in the podcast game and learning it. He's kind of like me and he, he's trying to take a mix of, of Jocko, Pat McAfee, you know, all those guys that you could tell he's trying to work it in and just getting his teeth, you know, getting his feet wet with it. Right. But Pat is just so organic with the way you could talk to people. And I think it's, it also plays into like how much, how he's just, he's kept the group around him because of what they do. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, um, but. God damn. Sorry. So I got a couple roots. Root just, uh, well, Philbrick just posted something about roots deer. It scored a fucking 169 and six eights. Holy smokes. Yeah. Which deer was that? The one he shot with a shotgun in 2018. Oh, that big one. Yeah. I gotta get. Um. Anyways, what were you saying? I'm reading the the post right now. I had to. Oh. 116. Wow, that thing is a monster. Um, I just deleted it. And I'm really pissed about this right now. And I don't know if I can get it back. Fuck. Um, anyways, what I was going to add was I want. So Aaron Fraser was allegedly designing or had come up with some sort of design, which you've neglected to post anywhere. Thank yes, you for that. I'm actually. Well, yeah. here's the trouble is I screwed it up on my cup. Oh, Jesus. Because Christ. I washed it and it started peeling off. So I had to peel off a part of it. So I don't oh. have I don't have the original picture unfortunately cuz I'm an idiot. Well, regardless, I want to get business cards made up. Okay. Because I travel so often and people that I see and interact with, I want to be able to hand a business card to someone when they're part of content. <laughs> be like <laughs> Here Here's my business card. Uh, see the back for links to all of our social medias. <laughs> and, uh, I look forward to you listening to what you're about to be on. Thank yeah, you. Right. And That's... just like, I just think that'd be fucking hilarious. That would be hilarious. Um, like, I, I almost went on fucking, I forget what that website is to make your own fucking business card, whatever it is. Oh, um, yeah, I know what you mean. And I almost just made some up the other night <laughs> when I thought of this, and I was like, "I'm gonna do it." Like, we need, I need, we need to get fucking stepmama made on the horn. We need to come up with some fucking. We need some stick. like we need to be able to get some like quick stickers. Like this one is an actual decal. I just yeah. sent you a picture of what's left of it on my cup. Uh, we need some like quick stick ones where if we go to a a bar or something we could you know slap one on the bathroom stall <laughs> and that yeah. that type of sticker we need, we need a couple thousand of those that's what i mean like to be able to get like some of those and like some business cards cuz like yep. our favorite rest my favorite 
personal lunchtime spot. You put your business cards in. You know, that's yeah. how you toss them up in the uh, in the trim work around the ordering window. And that's, I don't know, I've stuck tons of business cards up there. Um, but I think that would just be just hit, like, especially like if you just had like a real shitty interaction with somebody. Yeah, and so then I'm gonna bitch about on the podcast and just be like, and just hand them a card and be like, here you go. And they're like, what's this? Be like, ah, oh, you just you're gonna be part of content. For my <laughs> Thank you. Uh, this is a token of appreciation, and uh, <laughs> listen, listen along, tell your friends. Thanks, and just walk away. <laughs> um, so I got some phone notes. Okay, what we got? So it's sports. Sports related. Um, favorite sports movie? Uh, hmm. Favorite sports movie? Man, I don't know. I. Hmm. Fucking The Longest Yard with Adam Sandler. Yeah, that's a good one. I was like, I'm a big fan of Remember the Titans, Varsity Blues, those two. Um, Varsity Blues is up there. Yeah, you're right. Um, yeah, but either like either one of those, Remember the Titans, Varsity Blues. Um, Anyone that says Angels in the Outfield or any of those gay movies can go fuck themselves. You don't even like Rookie of the Year? Nope. All right. Well, move it away from Billy baseball. Madison. Or not Billy Madison, uh, Happy Gilmore. That's a good I'd one. I'd pick Happy Gilmore over any other of them fucking feel-good, rah-rah, go fuck yourselves. <laughs> um, favorite Super Bowl food? Like, if you were having a Super Bowl party, what are you going for? Nachos. Nachos? Or wings. Grilled, grilled wingies. Yeah, I like... I love my I'm grilled wrong. wingies. We're having actually, you know what else is underrated, and a lot of people pass it by, but I fucking love it. Is a, a good, solid, homemade seven-layer dip. Right, that is just a that's a good. It's a whole meal. I mean, it is. You get. I just I love a good seven-layer dip. Um. Yeah, so we're having the in-laws over for the Super Bowl this weekend. And I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna make a chili. Uh, yeah, another good food. Yeah, yeah do a chili. Think about doing some, trying some wings in the air fryer. Uh, just some, uh, you know, good things. Some buffalo wings, and then probably just have some finger foods as well. Um, but looking forward to that. I figured if the Pats aren't in the Super Bowl, I might as well just cook. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's, that's always the hard thing, too, though, with the Super Bowl. Well, you know, when the Pats are in it, it's more like you just start eating at noon when all the coverage starts. Yeah. And then, you know, by the time the game comes, I'm not eating anything. Yeah. I'm barely drinking anything. I'm fucking goddamn nervous wreck. Yeah. I and agree. I'm still waiting. Just one day, one day, I want preferably next year when Tom Brady resigns to just have a nice Super Bowl. Like right. 41 to fucking nothing at halftime. Just nothing to worry about. Just let's fucking sit back, enjoy the moment. 
let's give us let's give us a little breathing room. Let's just. I I know it's never gonna happen. No, it, never. I, I just uh, I can't take it. every Super Bowl has taken five years off my life, except oh, for maybe the last one. Uh, no, because the last one was still, it was anyone's game. It was just such a low, I mean, the only redeeming thing was that the Rams weren't going to be able to do anything. Yeah. But really, we weren't doing anything. We just happened to have the lead when we were doing nothing. And no one was doing anything. And it was just a defensive battle of boring. Yeah. I, I hate to say it, but I was bored out of my mind. Yeah, I enjoyed it. But, but, but also still... nervous as fuck because it was such a close game that it's like, yeah. all right, well, we could fucking lose this. Exactly. That's. I want one at fucking the end of the first quarter. I'm like, all right, well, that's no problem. Thank you. This was fun. Yeah, exactly. I would like to know what the hell my neighbors do up there. It's like they're. Chopping firewood or building something every night, just banging and thrashing. Maybe he's just sending it. You I got another phone now? No, that's that's the last. That's all I had. Because they could be up there TikToking. I got, I got, I got on the TikToks. That's what you said the last, our last episode. <laughs> I downloaded it at that point. I hadn't done any yet. Oh, so you have? I gotta guess. I gotta download it. I do. We have a mainly I'm, stupid it's, it's, TikTok. No, I might make one though. It I, is outrageously addicting. I don't even know what to do on. What do you do on? It, dude, it's like. Do you remember Vine? Like thirty-second videos. Like, yeah. You can make short little videos, or you can upload videos that you have which i've been doing a lot of but basically you can just like there's a for you page and there's a following page so like for you is just like things that like when you sign up you said you like these things or you've liked these videos so we're going to send you more of them yeah but then like each video has like a soundtrack some of them are custom some of them are songs there's a couple ones that are just hilarious. So I just like go through all the videos. I've got something like 5,000 videos on my phone. Yeah. So I just go through all my videos and then find actually how many videos do I have? I've got 1600 videos on my phone. Holy light. Or in my, in my iCloud. Yeah. I have 16,000 pictures. I do not I, have that many. I have a 256 gigabyte iPhone and I have 200 gigabyte available or megabytes or whatever it is. Well, see, they changed how they do that too, where it's all stored. Like mine's all cloud storage now. Yeah. Like everything I own is in the cloud, Um, which is sort of annoying when I want to open a picture from like three days ago and they're like, oh, well, it's already uploaded to the cloud. So now we got to download it so you can actually see it. It's like, "Mm, motherfucker. Um yeah, I yeah, have... the uh, there's some pretty funny videos on there. I just and downloaded so, like, it. You... And I, I'm such a person where like this is like I get stuck in scrolling on Facebook for hours. Yeah, like night. 
I can sit there now and just scroll through funny videos that I like forever. It's yeah. amazing. It's addicting. I'm just going to warn you. I'm not going to try and become a TikTok superstar, but it makes me think. Yeah, I mean, maybe yeah. we could become millionaires. I mean, fucking 14-year-old kids are figuring it out. Maybe fucking two idiots from Maine might be able to, but... Well, I just downloaded it, so I guess... I gotta, I still haven't signed in or anything, so... Yeah. I'll well, make I'll make got, that at some point. Work's been, work's been pretty slow, so maybe I can work on my TikToking. Yeah, we've uh, been lucky. No real weather in the in the northeast. Yeah. And nothing really on the radar right now. So one of our fr- friendly landscapers was doing fall cleanups the other day. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Yeah, we're dealing with a I had to talk to a landscaper today at a Westbrook and I needed to get some maintenance records from him. And he says, "So I was running into a little snafu with the maintenance records." Because my mechanic's in jail. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm like, all right. He goes, and the maintenance records are on his computer. I'm like, okay. He goes, and I don't have any way to get in contact with him, and I don't have the access to his computer. I'm like, I'm like, oh, yeah. I was like, well, when do you think you're going to be able to get him? He goes, well, he's slated to get out of jail the middle of February. Oh, I'm, that's just around the corner. I'm like, all right, well, must have been a short stint, maybe a DUI or something. Yeah, nothing too bad. <laughs> yeah. So we'll see what happens. But it's just a. That's one place I really never want to go is jail. I think I'm all set with jail. Did I lose you? Uh oh. I got no Huey anymore. Well, I guess this is going to wrap it up for this episode of Mainly Stupid. Appreciate everyone following along. Follow us at Mainly Stupid. Uh, I'm at, at Foulfly on Instagram and Twitter. Huey's at HughMac87. We appreciate you all listening, and uh, look for us next week. Peace.